The wall, the wall swings. Hello, hello. Check one, two. Check, check, okay. Welcome to Film Photography Podcast number 54, February 1st, 2012. And this is the, the internet radio community foo foo for folks who love to shoot with film. Oh, look at that. Classic, charge the flash, charge the flash sound. So, um, uh, welcome everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us on the radio show. If this is the first time you're listening in, uh, a big, big welcome. If you just discovered film photography, picked up an old camera, picked up your mom's camera, your dad's camera, or if you've been shooting, I'm in the studio today with uh, Dane Johnson. Hello. And John Fideli. Hi. John's I'll here. Right, I'll be right with you. Yes. Yeah. John's here physically, but not quite mentally. He has some tasks to do. Yeah. On his handheld device. Uh, sitting in for Mr. Brown Coffee, iced coffee, is Starbucks Double Shot Energy mm. Plus Coffee. And uh, we have an action-packed show today. I have an array. We have an array of stuff sort of like sprawled on the table, yes. which is kind of great because in the past we've had them kind of all over and had a, a oh, but Everything's right on the table. I have... Not surprising to anyone who's been listening, I have a Polaroid <laughs> color pack 104 camera here. I have a Polaroid dark side of the moon a one step time zero camera with a pack of PX70. Mm-hmm. I have a Kodak Pony 2 35mm camera, <laughs> which I'm going to demonstrate to the guys. We, I've talked about the Pony 2 before, but it's been on the shelf a little, about mm-hmm. a year now, Looks- and it's time to, yeah. Looks 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 like a uh, looks similar to the uh, Agfa that one uh, Pronto Junior. No. Uh, what's Agfa? You got the click. You got the clack. You got you know the, the one with the bellows. Bellows. <laughs> oh. It looks like an updated look. The body looks the same, but yeah. then it's got an updated front. Well, it's sort of like seeing a car from the '80s. They're really square, <laughs> like cameras from this era. Yeah. They all sort of have a similar kind of. A car from the yeah. Cut supreme. A number of uh, flash bulbs, flash f- uh, bars, mm-hmm. some film. I got my uh, Starbucks here mm-hmm. sitting on a the new coasters here at the studio, which is uh, I have three packs of Kodachrome color movie film. It's in a 16 millimeter magazine and it's in a really nice kind of box. Mm-hmm. This is a rectangular, low riding box. And since you can't do anything with it other than admire its packaging. Can I open it? Sure. Mm-hmm. I want to admire the inside. It's um, I'm using it as coasters here. I know that seems sacrilegious, oh, but not quite. I mean, it's really out of respect. Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Look how well packed that, that is. Look at in, ooh, in the paper. In oh, cardboard. Oh, my God. That is just beautiful. That is a 16-millimeter film, motion picture film, in a cartridge oh, wow. that would snap into a movie camera. Wow, that. that got me out of my stupor. It did. That's pretty Back cool. Back when John and I were in university... And I, and I talk like this, my voice is higher. <laughs> we, had, uh, we used to shoot film on uh, daylight spools, black daylight spools, yep. 100 feet. They still make those? Yeah. They got it. Yeah, still make them. Yeah. This is a, of a different era. Era. Dane stuff here. We have a box camera. What is it called? Uh, it's, it's a brownie. Oh, it's a brownie. It's a, oh, yeah. It's a number two. A. Number two, John. Number two. Number two. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Yeah, it's right. not a number one. Yeah, number, number two, one. a brownie camera, model B. U.S. patent, February 1st, 1916 to March 21st, 1916. Of course, Dane came to the right place because in my refrigerated library of film, 
I just I didn't I didn't even think I knew I knew somewhere I had because he's like oh it's one sixteen film which I've never used, but I had one lonely roll oh, wow. of Kodak Verachrome black and white film that expired in December of nineteen fifty two. Wow. Today we also have a large number of listener letters. You guys have been writing in. Yeah, it's great. The folks listening have been um, hearing my message about donations. And I have like a package of letters, you know, folks donated to the podcast. And I'm going to tell you about that in a second, too. Uh, Dane is admiring the package that came in from uh, Jimages, Jim Austin. This is the way he likes to send them in plastic bottles. He sent a previous package in a two-liter bottle. This one looks like a large scope bottle. Yeah, a mouthwash bottle. Very large Mouthwash bottle. How's, how's my uh, level here? You didn't check my level oh. before we got started. Uh, yeah, John. Check one, two, five. Check one, two. Brownie, one, two. Okay, great. So we're going to take a quick break. That's what, that's what we got. Uh, uh, that's what we have for this show. What show? What show? And uh, we'll be right back. Did you ever have one of these? A good old box camera? When I was a kid, Dad would get us on outside. He'd make us pose facing the sun. Then holler, hold it, everybody, hold it. Then click, got it. I hope. Well, picture taking is a lot easier, more relaxed now, especially flash pictures. In fact, indoor picture taking is as easy as shooting outdoors. Watch this. When your daughter gets up to dance, that can be a memorable moment. And when a moment you want to remember pops up, pop on the new Sylvania Blue Dot Flash Cube to make sure you get all the action. With Sylvania's new invention, the Blue Dot Flash Cube, you can now take four flash pictures without changing bulbs and capture for another day all those great pictures that used to get away. And you can be sure you'll get the shots you want because Sylvania's famous Blue Dot is right there on each bulb. For regular cameras, always get Sylvania Blue Dot flash bulbs. For new flash cube cameras, get Blue Dot flash cubes. Sylvania Blue Dots for sure shots. Great, isn't it? Easy and fun. Whether it's with flash cubes, which by the way, Sylvania invented really something, or flash bulbs, both with Sylvania's famous blue dot. And remember what the man said, that blue dot is your assurance the bulb is good. It's so easy to capture those great moments, not just the special occasions, but all the fun things that happen every day in your home. Can you really afford to miss them? So keep your camera handy along with blue dots from Sylvania, a member of the GT&E family of companies. Missed any good memories lately? And here's Matt Marash with his FPP Minute. Hey everybody, welcome to the FPP Minute. Today we're going to talk a little bit about prints and print exchanges. So we've already talked about some of the traditional aspects of printing, uh, black and white printing with silver gelatin, alternative process, and in the future we're probably going to touch a little bit on color, RA4, and maybe even some Cibachrome processes. But right now I just want to talk very generally about prints and in asking everyone out there, how many of you have your, you know, your images on print, on paper, on hand? Very few people today have them like that, but it's a really, really good way to get extra exposure that you just don't even have to think about. You have the prints on you, you know, either in the car or at home in a nice little portfolio, and, you know, they're, they're good to go. They're ready. You know, they don't have to be the most expensive 
you know, analog prints or anything, just, you know, cheap old inkjet prints at home, maybe not Walmart, but you know what I mean, something, uh, something you could get from a, a local lab. So just having those prints on hand can afford you many extra opportunities outside of, say, just oh, here's my phone, or here's my card to my website. Having a print on hand just has that oomph to it that you can't even get with a a well-lit digital display. There's just something about holding a print in your hand that has that that something special. So if you don't have your prints printed, I would suggest, you know, pick your, you know, 10, 15 favorite images and get them printed. It's very cost-effective, and who knows the opportunities that it may afford you in the future. A little bit on that note, print exchanges. Well, Film Photography Podcast has had them in the past, and they're just a great way to get your work out to somebody else in the world that may not already see it. They can show their print to other folks, and you never know what kind of sales are going to be generated from that. And on the bonus side of it, you're getting somebody else's print, and it might be a photographer you really like, or it just might be some new work that you haven't experienced, or a printing process that like, oh man, this looks great, I want to try this someday. So it's just a really great way to to get your work out there and for somebody else to get their work out there, and you know, it's it's free if you do it right, minus the shipping costs. So if you have a photographer you really like their work just you know send them a a message or an email someday and say hey do you want to do a print trade i've done dozens of print exchanges in the past and continue to do so so if there's anybody out there that likes my work i'll gladly exchange you because you know it's free for me i have all these prints lying around that i make in the dark room and it's just better to get them out there even at even at the shipping cost to myself i would rather see them out there and have a different audience than just you know my locale so think about that, and please get some of your images printed. They're way more important than just sitting on a hard drive or rotting in a binder. Thanks a lot, everybody. Julie. Now Kodak introduces a new pocket camera that lets you take your pictures two ways. What are you doing here? I want to take your picture. I can't come down. I'm studying. Well, that's okay. I can take it from here. The new Kodak oh. Tele-Instamatic camera has two lenses inside that let you switch from normal, flick of a finger, to telephoto. Julie, for goodness sake. Hold it, Mrs. Wilson. Kodak tele camera. Less than $36 at your photo dealers. Hey, we're back. Well, let's do some really quick news first, John. News? Yeah, today's uh, lunch special at the, <laughs> the Butler Family Diner. I thought I would... Butler su- Family Diner? Exactly. I thought, I thought we were going I, to the angry guy. I thought I would surprise you guys oh. with, a, like, something different. This came in over okay. the facsimile machine. Okay. I'm doing the Tintin wind no, sound in the back. Fax? They still got fax? They got a fax? Fax? Is, people still use fax. Oh, that is a... Look at that thing. No, you people... Change your role there. People... Faxes are still active in just about every office. Wow. wow. You guys didn't know that. Didn't know it. Hey, why not? Yeah, no, they really people are. People ask you know me what? to send a fax. I'm kind of like, what? Really? No, still? No, people still send faxes. My Can phone you fax it over? What? Can't do that. Yeah, no. No, I can't no, fax can't, yet. Can't fax yet. No. This is the uh, greatly ignored Butler Family Restaurant. Ignored is that by the one us. right here? Yeah, it's right yeah, across the Yeah, because you tracks. say it's crummy. <laughs> oh. Well, they faxed this over. I doubt they're listening. And you know who was a huge fan? Who's Jeff Farrow. Of the mm-hmm. Butler Diner? Yes. Yeah, Jeff, he'll eat just about anything. Je- no, he's pretty particular. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Jeff, of course, is our FPP guy, not the other Jeff, not Jeff C. It's Jeff F. Right. And uh, Jeff F is a 4x5 shooter. Him right. And Matt were chatting it up about yes. 4x5. Yeah, he has a lovely handmade 4x5 camera. Yes, he does. And he, if you recall, Jeff's prints are extraordinary. They're Remember very his, good. His he used to go around selling them at photo shows. Photo shows. Yeah. What I, struck me about this facsimile was the beef goulash <laughs> over noodles. Here we go, John. Ah, can't, can't please, John, Look, at all. If it's a crummy, if it's not a well-established good eatery, 
then it's going to taste like this? dog food. <laughs> That's John's term. <laughs> I'm telling you. go to you. like a buffet. Dog I'd food. i like, John, man, how was that? Dog food. Uh-oh. Stuffed. Dog food, food served hot. <laughs> so, <laughs> stuffed Rodeo Burger Deluxe. Ooh, the Rodeo. Stuff, Our jumbo burger stuff with what goulash, yeah, like avocado, <laughs> stuff with cheddar cheese, bacon, and barbecue sauce. A heart attack special. <laughs> okay, today we have beef barfy or lentil soup. Beef barfy, great name. <laughs> beef barley, that better be a yeah. typo. Beef, said beef barfy, beef barley or <laughs> lentil soup. Barfie. He said beef barfy. <laughs> Jeff's eyebrow went up when I said beef goulash and lentil. Yeah, he he likes the, the German dishes. He does, and then he commented that because me, it's like. Hey, man, was this soup? Does the water in the soup come from the Dead Sea? <laughs> you know, salt. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't like really overly salty food. Mm-hmm. I was going to just propose to you guys that, you know, after we podcast. So far, there's nothing there that would reel me in. Well, he's, he's, he just cut him off. Didn't even let you finish what no. your proposal when was. When is the last time you were at the Butler family? I don't think I've ever eaten there. Now, I hear there's like a famous place to get a king crab sandwich here in Butler. <laughs> from, from Joseph. King Crab? Yeah. Oh, you got to fill me in. Oh. Yeah, he said uh, there's some place you got to find him on out. I can get him on the phone. Get him on the horn, man. Let's do it. Now, Joseph is a fellow a smooth sailor, correct? Yes, he is. And a fellow film enthusiast. Yes, he is a. he's the one that bought all your supply of Fuji Mini. Oh, so. was that yeah, right? Yeah, he shoots oh, like crazy. He gives you the order. Yeah, and then I order. Yeah, like, and then, uh, so we just do a big order. He's like, "Get me the Fuji Mini." Yeah, give me a couple of those. How many? I said he's only got three, le- two left. I ah, get him. When I think Take of Joseph, of I think the urinal. I think of him being. A, I call. <laughs> I call him the gruff crooner. <laughs> yeah, when he gets going. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> That's what I said. Is that track on the smooth site? Which one? There's a bunch. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of him wailing away up there. Once I heard the playback, hey, I was yeah. like, I'm like, you know what? It fits. Pretty good. Yeah, it totally fits. Yeah, there's it's he. You know, his, some of his uh, plus the way his mind works is oh, okay. it just oh it's oh, insane. It's, 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 he, it's he makes it, connections that you're like what you're, you're, like, what, you're always two that? steps behind. I him. know. <laughs> always wait, wait, Toad. I gotta catch up. Stop talking. Okay, you're taking that. And you're making exactly. that on that, and you're referencing something about an hour and a half ago. Got it. <laughs> oh, exactly. Smooth, Smooth Sailors is the band that John Dane uh, and the gang are in. Mm-hmm. Kevin and from the Pink Delicates. Kevin mm-hmm. from the Pink Delicates. Kenichi, Kenichi, bass player, right? You got it right, yeah. He'll Mark, be the guy with the fez. Mark, Mr. Fez. <laughs> he's into film now too. Yeah, oh he's, yeah, he's going he's, crazy. He's, yeah, he's full on. Let me see if we got some more. What do we got here. You're back into Polaroid. <laughs> wow, that was long. What did you take? Twenty minutes off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been ignoring last few years. SX70. Yeah, which is yeah. You don't whip that camera out too yeah, often. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't even played with that. It's stuff. the most compact instant camera. This is... It's uh, tiny. This is... Comparatively, uh, right? Pop culture. This is like yeah. huge pop culture. People want these cameras. The Most notable, the white one. Oh, and really? It's, it's a classic Polaroid one-step that James Garner and Marriott Hartley hawked. Like that uh, rainbow mm-hmm. stripe down the center there. Reminds me of like... It's a Trans Am of uh, Polaroid well, cameras. Matt Mirage calls this the dark side of the moon cam. Ah, uh, that yes. makes sense, yeah. This was the successor to the white one. Uh, called Time Zero One Step when Polaroid introduced Time Zero film, which was SX70 film that develops quicker. Mm. This is Polaroid's new Time Zero One Step. Pretty. Why is it black? So you'll know it's the Time Zero One Step. And here's the world's fastest developing color. You see it in seconds now, not minutes. Look at that color. But why a Time Zero One Step? It comes with a pack of Time Zero Super Color film and is made for each other pack. Certainly are made for each other. Just like coffee and cream. Rolls and Royce. Or me and you. Try ham and cheese. 
uh, they came out with a black version of the one step and called it at the time zero one step. The, I, pretty much the identical camera. Right, but it's just so, black. Does the white one have that rainbow strip down there? Damn right it does. Oh, it does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Now, the confusing thing, of course, in this day and age is that... <laughs> All right, sorry. That's Joseph. <laughs> That's Joseph Whaling away. Oh, I'm waiting for you guys to write like a polar... I'm waiting for you guys to write like a Kodak on? or a Polaroid song or something. Well, I know we do. We're due for a good. Uh, we well, we have to do is put some of those uh, keywords in his head, and then yeah, we'll, just, right? we'll get a groove going. Uh-huh. And, and before got, you know it, we'll have a Polaroid. We yeah. got a smooth tonight. We'll see so, what we can. So. We'll have a film photography podcast theme song. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yes, we do. Yes, we do need one of those. That's the uh, FPP store is now a. a a buzz. A uh, official reseller of uh, Impossible Film. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that That's right? right? Yes. So I'm very much on, in the next few months, you'll see some YouTube videos, uh, you know, just some tech stuff for, for people to get into sort of reverse mindset. And mm. lately, I've been following some simple rules with, with the Impossible Film. Of course, the Impossible <clears throat> Film is the film that is now available for the Polaroid mm-hmm. point-and-shoot integral film cameras, for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. And you have to follow like a simple set of rules to make the photography work for you. Yeah, what are those? Uh, I'm at, just asking. Look at the attitude. I'm not an attitude. I just want to know. haven't even started. I want to know. I want to know. All right. First of all. Because uh, everybody I know so far is not following those rules. They're very simple. I printed them up and okay. I send them out with film. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Seriously, I a DVD know. with uh, oh. the land cameras. You get a nice DVD. And you have to update really that. Really nice. We have to update that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm very mm-hmm. serious ah. about right. instructing people on how to use this ancient let's, hardware. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, the whole pitch of James Garner of the whole miracle mm-hmm. was for, for kids and family to watch it develop. Mm-hmm. You can't watch Impossible mm-hmm. Film develop. No. Rockford, Rockford Files. So lately, yeah. Yeah. I've been sh- <laughs> shooting with uh, Impossible Film and then immediately, immediately sticking it in a warm mm. breast you, pocket. You have a nice mm-hmm. pocket. Not, the pockets are not uh, really you know, if, if fashionable it, right now. Oh, no? is that right? No, for real. Who's got pockets? I do. I mean, I, over your chest, chest pockets. Not too many. I, don't well, want I that worked kind of at the Winter's Men Shop. How about you throw it in your butt pocket? Got, Ooh, butt pocket. Am I, That's nice and warm. Yeah. If, or if you have a coat, if it's inside breast pocket, even better. Mm. So that's the, the, the sensitivity to light issue. And is immediately. The, immediately. The second immediately. it pops out. Second. Yep, I didn't know that. And yep. uh, the, the temperature. The film does not like cold. Mm. So even when people are marveling at that, that little piece of film popping out of there, you'd be like, no, you don't have time. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, chuck it in there. It's you difficult can't talk about because it makes it, seem look like, it makes it look like you're selfish or something. Yeah, Fine. it does. Well, because people want to see that process. It's like, oh, look, no. and it popped out. Where'd it's, it go? What are you doing? Listen, it's, uh, don't, don't, I don't know where you're coming from. It's 40 years worth of technology that right. you have to get people into reverse yeah. mindset of. Yeah. And people who are buying these cameras from eBay or other sellers or me, mm-hmm. I have to send this sheet oh, yeah. out because that experience is no longer effective. Sheet. So did they, um, I know they sell the clam, the little clamshell folder catcher thing yeah. uh, for Impossible it is, 20 does, bucks right? or something. Did, did they patent that or is that just a piece of cardboard folded over? Well, well there's a few different things they sell. They sell the, for the uh, alpha cameras, that's the ones, the ones that pop up. Mm-hmm. Right. They sell a card that, Blocks it. Yeah. Oh. Shield. Yeah. And then they sell a frog tongue. Yep. <laughs> now, when this film will pop out the the uh, exposure, which you'll see in a second, there's a piece of plastic that 
It's a frog tongue. You, right. A state, yeah. it covers it. Right. Uh-huh. But once the film is done, the, the tongue goes back in. Yeah. Oh. And that was to shield the film initially from light. Oh, uh, yes. But since Impossible Film is that much more sensitive to light, their frog tongue is longer. Oh, so it it stays covering. It, it continues oh. to cover. So you just walk around with That's this brilliant. Well, no, you put, you put it in your No, no, it's oh, in you, here. You see? still pull it out. Oh, oh, oh. What's oh. this? I see. I'm going to load this. Yeah, let's shoot some film. But so so the whole idea of... Because people are excited to watch it develop. No. No, yeah, you can't. Put it in the breast pocket, nice and toasty. And forget about it. Forget about it for like yeah. at least 15, 20 minutes. Yep. The color longer. Mm. Yep. And I've gone to dinner with people, put it in the breast pocket... I haven't tried the ass pocket yet. Can you stack them? <laughs> yeah, I've stacked them. They don't okay. stick together. They're not no, like they do not that. stick together. Gotcha, they're dry. And then like an hour later, I, I, t- I usually take a peek. All <laughs> right. Oh, are they I'm done like, yet? And usually I'm like, oh, check it out. Uh-huh. By the time dinner's done. There you go. Here's a pack of, uh, this is a PX70 color shade. <laughs> um, oh, ah, I see it. Long, okay. Yeah, yeah, it stays out for a millisecond. Interesting. Of course, these uh, one-step cameras... Uh, you know, if you're not outside in the br- bright sunlight, you uh, ah. need, need a flash bar. Flash bar. Step ahead of you. Uh, I've been buying these on eBay, and I've been actually making a little cheat sheet on them, how much I paid for them, uh-huh. because most are incredibly expensive. Yep. When I think eBay, you always think, oh, five bucks. Yeah. 30 bucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Th- that's, that's including shipping. Right. So this... What they get? It was shipping like shipping half of the price. Yeah, we're talking about the eBay folks, eBay.com, and I I checked up on eBay because I felt that some sellers mm. were fle- fleecing me, shipping wise. Yeah, and I went in, and eBay states that a seller has every right to charge whatever they want for shipping yeah. because mm-hmm. of their expense of yeah. of time mm-hmm. and uh, packaging materials, yeah, I guess. and that it's as long as it's listed there. Mm. So if it's like yeah. fifteen dollars shipping, which I've seen, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, but. No one's, you know, putting a gun to my head to press that, that yeah. no, bid button. It's true. It's true. So, it's just part of it. So it kind of fits in the whole FPP kind of mindset of, look, stop the effing complaining. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like I hit the the bid trigger. Yeah, you right. Yeah, right. But I've been uh, refurbishing cameras for the FPP store, but I at least need to know what they cost. Mm-hmm. So when you see this, like, doubled on the FPP store... Well, now you know why, because my, I'm not buying these for $2. No, and you've tested it, you've cleaned it. You, yeah. You, you, like you were saying, you've got to blow a flash to test it. You've got to yeah. blow some film to test it. Oh, yeah, that thing fits yeah. in there great. Yeah. You know, you've never seen these? Not the, not the horizontal ones, no. There's no electronic flash fix for that yet? They do. Really? Uh, it's not made by Polaroid, but they made a matching flash that had the same. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, isn't that beautiful? Good look. Never gone. See that? Oh, that John was didn't John didn't even see it. Right, John, where's the picture? It's, it's gone. gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's in the wow. breast pocket. That was that fast. was quick. That was quick. You know, when you, you're gonna if you're gonna do another one, yeah, I'm gonna do another one. Okay, John, I'm gonna let me see. I get a, oh, <laughs> wrong button. Let me see here. I got a camera in here on my phone that'll do like action. Oh. So I get like five shots of you going right from the camera right into your pocket. Oh, oh wow! I'm gonna do Let's it. do that one. Let, Hold me, on. let me let me do a test first. That's okay. special, Dane. That's what we like to call special. While Dane's setting that up, so. I think a lot of folks want to use these one steps because they're fun. They are very fun, and they're not bulky. No, they're and they're, they're not clumsy. Not clumsy. Right. I have, as you can imagine, John, many Polaroids, and sort of like what mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. And lately, I've been grabbing these because they're just so easy. Yeah. By just sticking those two rules: the breast pocket heat, and if it's in your house, 
Breast pocket heat. And if it's in your house and it's like 65 degrees, no, no good. No. What? This needs 75 or above oh, to properly develop. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> Let me just see what that looks like. Can you like. make an MP3 or 4 out of that or something? I guess, How about an MP5? Maybe. Do I hear a 6? <laughs> so it makes like a... Yeah, put, yeah, that soon took, as, what, 10 shots? Look at that. That's fun. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. I know I at least got the... Can you make a movie file out of that? No, it's one photo with all those images. Uh. <laughs> That's funny. It's really the last three. Yeah, the last yeah, three. Right. A little later. Uh. We'll, do, we'll try again later. Brought my family to the Museum of Natural History over the uh, holiday. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was so packed. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Could barely move. Unfortunately, I couldn't bring any cameras with me. Except my uh, iPhone camera. Mm. But there were people there. I saw at least three people there taking photos with their iPad. Oh, yeah. Oh, What is up with that? We need oh, a segment. Yeah. John, you have your own segment now. It's oh, called yeah. Things That Bug John. Things That oh, Bug yeah. Me. No. And you felt it looked like Crazy. people holding up like a monolith. It, it, looks, it, it looks like, like something out of, out of a Woody Allen future sleeper That's movie. awesome. Or like uh, Charlton you know? Heston up on the mountain. It's like, what, what are you doing? Why, why, why do you bring that out to take photos? That's awesome. It's ridiculous. <laughs> why would you? Why would holding up a slab? Right? Imagine, like, yeah, yeah. It's just oh, crazy. Oh, oh. I mean, I know you can take real high guy. quality photos with it and email yeah. it right away, but yeah. it just it looks really, yeah, yeah. really, really strange. It annoys right. you though. It doesn't annoy me. It just you look at it and you're <laughs> like, smiling. I just want to go. Why? Did you take any pictures? Or say why? Yeah, I took photos on my hipstamatic. You have pictures of people holding up their iPads. Oh no, I oh, should have. Oh, I should have. You should. Yeah. But you know what? I had two kids in a stroll. It's just crazy. You Diaper say, bag wrapped around you gotta me. Gotta go back. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'd be curious to hear from any listeners if, if they've seen people in or like touristy spots. No, no. What about them doing it themselves? Ah, uh, well. Oh, you think people who listen to this podcast have more sense? I would hope so. I would hope so. But if they want to do it and they want to make an argument for why they should do it, I'm all ears. You know, like I said, it's probably very high quality photo and you can email it immediately and blah, blah, blah. But you just look ridiculous. Okay, folks. Might as well be wearing clown feet. Anyone out there see people holding up their iPads (laughs) to take pictures? Mm. Drop us an email at filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, and uh, well, thank you, John. Thank you for your report. Okay. I just wanted to check in with that. Thank no, you. No, no problem. Let's uh, dive into a letter. We have a lot of letters, so I'm going to barrel through this. This is a letter from uh, Jerry Martelli. He says, I just wanted to say hi. Hi, gents. Just want to drop a message and say I truly enjoy the podcast. I'm a crane operator. I love these emails from people hmm. who do very interesting things. They mm-hmm. probably get some awesome views sure. being up yeah. on that if crane. If you think people think what they do is mundane, it's not. Yeah. I'm a crane operator on a river barge. And spent a lot wow. of my time listening to your show while working. It sure makes the day go by. I just finished listening to the last episode of the year and can't wait for the next. In the upcoming year, would you mind adding a little medium format to the show? Mm. Yeah, we've been like... Neglecting. Like, neglect, we've been like large format, mm-hmm. small format, 35. Instamatic. You know, Polaroid. But there's medium format just sitting on the curb crying. <laughs> what about me, boss? What about me? <laughs> I have become a medium format addict. <laughs> and can't uh and since the purchase of Mamiya six forty five Super. Super. I have G A S. Oh jeez. Gear acquisition syndrome. Yeah. Currently up to Mamiya six four five Super. Ooh. Canon Canonet QL seventeen. Ooh. Canon AF thirty five hmm. with a wide angle and telephoto lens. Canon EOS five oh, and a Canon Elon two. Oh. I have an Elon, too. Elon. Yeah. Still looking for the right TLR 
to add to the collection. Thanks again for the great show. Keep up the great work. Thank okay. you, Jerry. Did he say where, uh, where, what part of the country he's from? What river he works on? Nope. Oh. Hey, Jerry. You work on the Mississippi? Where are you working? Hey, Jerry, what's the story? Hey, that's the story. <laughs> you remember that commercial, Dave? Uh, no. Yeah, he's, a li- he's a little bit too young. Who is it? His T-shirt was like up to here. Yeah, was what like was it for? At, it was like an appliance store. Was it? Was, was like this like a end. Jersey thing? They started, yeah. yeah, they started out and they would go, what's the story, Jerry? He's like, what's the story? I'll tell you the story. We got refrigerators. <laughs> oh, we got dishwashers. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, he'd One go, that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jerry, what's the story? What river are you awesome. on? And do you, shoot, do you shoot from the crane? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. it sounds like he's probably picking up stuff, so it's not. Sounds like he probably... It doesn't downtown. carry people in it. Yeah. This is from Andrew Barron. I don't know why it sounds like Andrew would be from the UK. A lot of Andrews from the UK. Well, it's a very popular name. Love the shoe. Uh, shoe? Yeah. Did he write shoe? It says shoe. All right, a lot of Andrew. Say shoe now. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I'm, I'm going to do a t shirt this year. It says what show? Let right. it what show? Exclamation right. point. Should give them away er, one free every 10th order in the, in the FPP store. Yeah. Love the shoe. It has literally changed my life. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's pretty big. Well, I can't read this letter. It's too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Andrew, come on. I aim to find a way to contribute in the new year. I, be- I began with 110 Film in December 2010 and found the show Learning About Negative what Transfers. What show? This show. Oh. Uh, he says he misses Dwayne a lot. Yeah, we miss Dwayne. Yeah. His sense of humor was unique. Yes, it was. It really complimented you. Yeah, f- absolutely. I, I couldn't. I would actually have at the end of each you show. Get, you would get pissed. I would have a list of things. I'm like, guys, got to stop the goofy. I actually thought about. I'm like, I'm gonna have to get rid of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> we got their too humor silly. was so. And they would just keep goofing on each other yeah. and just go off there on was... tangents. <laughs> it was the John and Dwayne show sometimes. Yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, Andrew's starting at the beginning, maybe. Huh? Maybe. Lately, I'm shooting with the Hasselblad 500C. Mm. Jealous. Yeah. That's like the caddy. Are you scared? Oh, I see. That's yeah. That's no. like no, just envious. But you know, some cameras I don't want to get because I, I want it. But you know, once you get too many cameras, like there's nothing to want anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be on the roof. And you'll be like, Mike, no, don't jump. What's the matter? <laughs> there are no more cameras to get. <laughs> sure, there are. <laughs> Come on down. We'll talk about it. <laughs> he has the Nikomat FT2 Konica Autoflex T. Auto. And my much-loved Instax 210. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the wide Instax? Oh, yeah. yeah you know there's, about it? I, there's one at the local pawn shop. I You've seen for, it, right? Yeah, the yeah. Brick of the it? Bigger, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I keep forgetting. They want tw- twenty. They want uh, $29. Mm-hmm. Did you, is you it's test used. it? Can Didn't test it? it. It's used. It's one of the dark blue ones. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I was thinking of, you know. If you can get it for like 20 or that's 22. What yeah, that's what I know. thought. It's like it's been there for a while. I just mm. didn't know what it was. Oh, bring some AA batteries and you can test it. Uh, cool. Uh, I also really love my infrared converted Nikon DSLR. Mm. Mm. Ha- infrared converted. Huh? Well, yeah. Is that- I can't wait to try some infrared film soon, too. Okay. The FPP is mentioned on my blog. Perhaps wow. in the coming year I can corral my meandering style into something useful for the FPP gang. Warmest regards, Andrew, who's at Baron B A R R O N Photography dot blogspot dot com. Well, thank you, Andrew. Yeah, check him out. Wow. Thanks, Andrew. I want to hear about that infrared. Yeah, converted camera. converted camera. I love hearing from people who are like, "Hey, man, the podcast means something to me," and it's like, you know, it means mm. something to me too. Of course, you know, it's really it's your baby. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's well, it's, it's, it's exciting. It's good to know that people have caught uh, FPP fever. If you want to see FPP fever. 
Just go to a smooth sailing rehearsal. It's yeah. pretty much. I've never yeah. seen anything like it. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're starting to we're starting to end up shooting more film than actually <laughs> yeah, playing anymore. It reminds we, me of FPP. Half and half now. It's up yeah. to. It reminds me of an FPP meetup. Mm-hmm. Like you went to the Javits, but that was yeah. more of a show, mm-hmm. so we weren't on the street. If you right. go to an FPP meetup. It's near insane. Yeah. Wow. It's just everyone shooting yep. each other yep. with cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. Yeah. That's what the smooth sailing rehearsal is like. Everyone's yeah. like just like shooting cameras. There's probably already thousands of images. Well, not thousands. Yeah, well, we've hundreds. got the Polaroid wall. I, sh- I meant to take yeah. a picture of it. Is uh, is growing. We, yeah. So we have our whole Every week. area. Yeah, we, we go through. There's definitely like at least 20 to 30 Polaroids, you, you know, you alone. Gather week. your um, files from your 35 and other negative mm-hmm. films into like a two print folder. Like, I want to print these. Mm-hmm. And then wait for like a Clark Color Lab, like half price print sale. Oh, okay. When prints are like three cents. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you I upload like that. them, and then you could have a whole massive wall. Is that something you can do uh, directly from a Flickr? Or would you need to just keep them locally, you know? Oh, you need to... No, you need to upload the... Uh, you actually have to upload... You go to Clark, uh, clarkcolor.com. Oh, I see. Okay. Start an account. I should, I'll get, I'm going to get... I'll go get a hold of their... Like, I'm sure they have a newsletter that sends yeah. out the deals. I'll get on that. And then once yeah. you subscribe to them, they mm-hmm. send you emails. Like, hey, half price. That's set. great. Or three cent prints. Ah, okay. You know? Yeah, that's, that's a good idea to have that ready to go and... Yeah. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, You know about Sunny 16? Uh, for those who don't know, it, and we've talked about it a few times on the show, if you, you buy a camera, like a 35-millimeter camera with no light meter, uh, yeah. you walk outside like, oh, man, I don't have a light meter. How uh, I, I see where this, this is going. Thing? Yeah. If you type in Sunny 16, uh, a guide will come up. Right. And the, the, it's as simple as this. If you're putting 100 ASA film in your camera, you dial your shutter speed closest to 100. Yep. On 35-millimeter, let's say it's 125th of a second. Mm-hmm. And then if it's bright sunlight out, F16. Got it. Sunny mm-hmm. 16. Sunny 16. And that'll give it like a little bit of sun. You go to F11. Right. You know, it gets a little darker. Got F8. It. Shoot without a light meter. Wow. And um, here's a gentleman who wrote in about um, light meters. Okay. The challenge also, I know a lot, you know, we're film photographers, but folks out there do have digital cameras. Mm. If you have a digital camera... There's no reason why everything's so automated. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why you can't set all your settings to manual. Right. Don't chimp. Chimping is, of course, when you look at your picture after you take it. And what it does, is it'll build a confidence level. So if you set your digital camera all manual, you know, you shutter to a hundredth of a second, you go out and you shoot Sunny 16 without chimping or with your film camera, then you come back and look at your files. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to start getting confidence. You won't have to put your camera in auto. No. And sometimes you feel hopeless and helpless in the sense that you're like, oh, my God, how am I going to ever master this? And just do by doing. Well, speaking of people without light meters, we were uh, I downloaded one. Oh, for, for I have phone. an app. Yeah, so oh, I have yeah. an app. It's called Tiny Light Meter. It's like two ninety nine, two dollars ninety nine cents, and I would never really used it much. But uh, when we were at uh, Javits at the, uh, oh. me and uh, no, the younger guy with the glasses, uh, Hunter, Hunter, me and Hunter, where he had his light meter, is this super expensive one. It looked like we were like, okay, well, wait a second, I got a chance here to run a test and see if this thing actually works. And we actually ran, set the film, set our speeds the same, and uh, you take the picture, and I, I, he said, "What'd you get?" And I was like, "It says do uh, you know whatever." 60th of a second at you know 4.8 he's like you're right so it works 
And I was oh. so now I use this thing because I'm always using these manual cameras. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like the old things that have no light meters. These don't, most of these don't even have focus. You just got to measure. You know, yeah. it's those kind. See, but this, this, the bomb, which we're going to talk about later. Yeah. What's it called? That's the rangefinder, the ballsy. These Kodak cameras, you absolutely need to, the ballsy, whatever ballsy. brand you have, yeah. you absolutely need to set the shutter yeah. and the f-stop. And there's no meter in those. There's nothing, no. So if you look at the bottom and see you can change the speed of your film and the, and the lower. Oh, uh, look at that. So change the speed to set it, say, whatever you want it to. 400. Okay. So you kind of drag oh, that thing like a wheel. That. And then set your, uh, now if you take a picture of me, it'll tell you the... How do you take the picture? With that, see where it says capture or whatever it says. So t- take a pi- just click that, and it'll, it'll take a picture. And now it'll, the wheels will move and tell you what, for that speed, in this light, oh my God. what you need. And now you can move the aperture wheel, and it'll tell you how much longer you need to leave the shutter open for. I guess we don't have much light here, because it says one-fourth of a second at F4. That's right. So, so now if you move it... Up to like it, you know, obviously if you had a camera with like a 1.4, you could get up to 1.30 of a second or 1.2. I guess our eyes are used to, I mean, we have uh, some movie lights on. One movie light balanced in here, yeah. but our eyes are used to it. It's mm-hmm. probably very dim. Yeah. So do. that's, that's uh, so if I'll use that, say if I'm out somewhere and I got to use the ballsy. To set ballsy. it. Ballsy. <laughs> uh, oh, this is better. Uh, 400, 400 ASA. Yeah. 145th of a second. Yep. 1.2. Okay. But if you want to shoot it, let's say... Yeah, 1.2. 1. 1. If you want to shoot at 1.8, you have to move this up? Yeah, so just drag it to 1.8, like a little... There you go. And then it'll move the speed, how your shutter speed in the or middle. F2. Most people have F2. Yeah, at the, if you're lucky. 1 20th of a second. Yeah. So now you go. So now that's... that's that will, for my mechanic... Even though these... This is, uh, I'm, I'm afraid to admit, but I will, that this is... Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's, it's, and it's pretty accurate. We, we tested it. I you mean, need to I, have a phone, though, right? You gotta, that's an Android, so that's an app for oh, you Android. Need to have a, you need to have a camera in your phone. Yes, you do. Yeah, most all phones come with cameras uh, nowadays. I have an iPod Touch, no, no camera. The iPod Touch, though, yeah, that won't work. It's for music. Yeah, so if you had the iPod, the newer one with the camera. So anyways, that's, uh, it, also has a, it also has a roll indexer, so you can make a new roll. You can mark all your set. It keeps a, your settings that you right. took of each picture. Tells you what you used. So as you make, if you take the picture using this, X sends an email to yourself, and now you know everything. Now, have you, you have you used that in the field yet with a camera to see if it, how accurate it y- is? Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, the problem is I don't know how accurate my cameras are. These old 1940s, you know, the, like what's the, the man you know, sluggish who shutter. knows? I, this one took me, I had to shoot about two rolls on the ballsy before it started to really... You know, I'll run you through it. And I have a camera. I forget what, what, which model that the shutter is slow. But if you turn it upside down, the shutter's accurate. There you go. It has to do with so the, the weight of the mechanics. Yep. So uh, I bring I bring up Sunny Sixteen because I have this letter from Francois Lavadeur. We. Oui? <laughs> I was listening to the podcast and the discussion on the Sunny Sixteen rule, and it got me thinking about exposure computers. For a long time, I was stuck without a light meter, and for even longer, I was stuck with a bad one. Then, a worse one. My first meter was a Gossen 6-tar 2, which died when Mercury cells became unavailable. Being short on money, I fell in love with exposure computers. I'm talking computers like they were before I got a Commodore 64. Years ago, computers were basically cardboard, and it would, you know, you'd slide things in cardboard, and it would compute. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a computer. It's one, <laughs> one step away from... Uh, the beans on the rods and yeah. whatever it is. I'm talking cardboard <laughs> computers. Wow. There are simply slide rules like calculators, and to my surprise, they are incredibly precise. For years, I carried the Expomat computer in every camera bag. Since they're cheap to print, I have many copies. 
This one can be found at expomat.tripod.com. Hmm. That's E-X-P-O-M-A-T, as in Matt Marash, Matt, one T. Expomat.tripod.com. Uh, I found another one that's even better. It has the same basic construction, but includes a list of hard-to-measure exposures situations on its back. I found it at squit, S-Q-U-I-T, dot C-O, dot U-K, forward slash photo. They all work the same. You select the light situation, you next align next to your film's ISO, and you read all the aperture speed combinations that you have right in front of you. He says this year he's saving enough money to get a good meter, a brand new Sekonic Flashmate L308S. But I'm still going to keep my cardboard in my bag. Uh, cheers to all the gang, Francois. Never well, thank you, Francois. That's interesting, because uh, I've still nev- not had, I haven't had very good luck with flash photography still. Still not working out for me. And so until I started to actually use the little computer on the side of the flashes. So I was like, oh, that's oh, what that means. Okay. Oh, so this is pretty much what he's kind of talking about. There yes, you set it to 400. That's for, that's for a flash, yeah. Yeah, for a flash, that is. But now, what, what, did you, what camera did you use that with when you were having unsuccessful? This one, I have just got this. Mark found this one actually in a, in a lot of stuff uh, oh, yes. somewhere. And, but this is one that, this is handy. Check out the side there. It'll pull out that and you can use that on your, uh, your uh, land camera. If you pull out the cord. Oh, there's a cord? Yep. It's hidden there. Oh, look, look at that. Right here? Yeah, pull that Holy out. Holy smokes. Isn't that slick? So Whoa. that, there you go. And so it happens to work on the, uh, it works perfectly on the, uh, I have here the, the Silet. What is this, Agfa? What is this? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Is that an Agfa? Agfa Silet. And it's, uh, or it's just made a Pronto lens, whatever. But it fits oh. right in. It's got the little connection. I'm like, hey, it works. I get, oh, you can take it out of the box there. I mean, take it out of the leather. What the heck is the camera called? I love all the leather. That's, I'm a sucker for, I have oh, like, you really? oh, the leather is all about, you know. Nothing says style when you're at the museum and you pull out a camera with leather. Okay, what do we got here? This is called... Okay, it's an... Oh. And there's film in that. Oh, yeah, obviously, it's Arista 400 Black. There is no... It's made in Germany. Yep. There's no name on this camera. It wore off on the front. Oh, the here corner. it is. Agfa Silette. Yeah. S-I-L-E-T-T-E Pronto. Yeah. Beautiful camera. It is. It is my uh, my uh, brother gave this to me for Christmas. I have a lot of admiration for photography masters and to be creative and also have be able to master the right, you know, judging the light is is quite a skill. Okay. Have you uh, shot slide film and gotten it processed? Not process- slide. No, I just do cross uh, process every time. You got to experience it. You got that. I know. You have that beautiful. Uh, Epson V700 with the, you have the slide. Yeah, yeah, I oh, know. You're gonna love it. All right, it's a whole right. different world. Dang it. Yeah. All right. Well, I have to do the. Uh, that's the Dwayne's. I think you were saying for yeah, that. You got yeah, sharp won't do. You, you have the uh, for E6, which yeah. is color slide film. E6. We have uh, Dwayne's photo. Yep. We have our friends at the darkroom. Yep. That's on the right. west coast. I got their connection. Yeah. And we have Hamilton Photo Labs in Nebraska. The interesting thing about Hamilton is that they're E6. Only. Really? Imagine that. Okay. Hi, Leslie. Imagine that. <laughs> get, get it, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> We're talking about Sunny 16 F-stops and the like, and that really gives us a nice little segue into um, really quickly talk about the, po- the Kodak Pony 2 camera. <laughs> Look at that thing. That's it. Yeah, of course, this... It's camera with a sidecar. This, yeah. <laughs> the sidecar is what it looks like. Flash. Ooh, it looks oh, like an old cell phone. Look at that. It looks like a microphone. That is crazy. Like yeah, it does. It's like an old woolen sack microphone. it off, this is original Star Trek all the way. Oh, look yeah, at it's a, that. Yeah, it's a, it's a coder. What do you Scotty, call it? Scotty, beam me up. 
Oh, that is nice. Trace, right? What do you call those beautiful. things? beautiful. Uh, Let me see. John loves it. Look at it. It's a tricorder. No, not tricorder. Tricorder. Oh, you know who's going to love that? Communicator. You know who wants... You know what? You got, I got to show that to Mark because uh, Mark will put an electric flash in that thing. He would love to do that. Uh, how old is this? Oh, this is made in, I would guess, around 1950... 1950-something or other. 52. And it's still in awesome shape. Yeah. Look at this thing. It's oh. tough, too. Look at the metal hinges. Did you have to hinges. do too much to it to clean it up or no? No. This came beautiful. Oh, my God. That's, that's great. Insane. This is our Kodak Pony 2 camera. It's a thir- this is a 35-millimeter camera. And many older cameras, you may have noticed, Dane... That has, a, uh, has an aperture on it? Uh, yes, you have your hmm. focus, and it's a set shutter speed of 1 60th of a second. Okay. You um, know, I'm, I'm curious. Yes, Because uh, on... on Every SLR I've seen, 160 is always like, oh, you got to stay still. It's in red. It's like, oh, yeah, stay right, still. Right. Why do they always choose to do one? I guess 160 is in between. Why not 125? Um, I, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to, but I can tell you that. Well, you're a little more stable. The, a lot of these cameras are used for inside. Hmm. Uh, so with a flash, you're going to capture everything. Yeah, 160 wouldn't matter. You could do it at 125. Uh, if someone's moving, you're going to get a little blur with 160. Though, so. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. If they were if they were rated at 125, because I always shoot at 125. That's where our FPP time machine would be great. If we had an actual time machine, <laughs> let's get in the time machine. Yeah. Go back to 1955. Mr. Kodak, he's, right just to about, Kodak. he's just about ready to fix the shutter speed. And be like, no, 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 no. Do the 125, please. Every time we go back to the past... Mm-hmm. And we get our answer, but we see what he's working on. We give him a tip of how to improve it. Yeah, right. Like, oh, if you add a little, oh, very interesting. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you. Where, where did you go? But then you know, every time we come back oh. to the future, we're missing one quarter of one finger. <laughs> That's the price of traveling through time. <laughs> That's right. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Like, oh, I lost my pinky on that one. Oh, Damn, God. but it was worth it. it was, oh. As long as I don't use my my like, shooting finger, you lose a tooth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Oh, do it again. Wait. Oh, no, there it <laughs> is. Now loading the... Uh, I only get two trips. <laughs> the Kodak Pony Go. Do? Have you experienced the loading of like these old-timey cameras where you have to kind of like... You have to hold it tight to that... Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just want to make sure it's caught. Yeah, right. But well, I'm always in awe that these cameras... That's from the 50s awesome. function so well and the lenses are so good now I bet that would be a great great one if you could remove the masking on the inside the mask hey, you're just already thinking yep, <laughs> because see, ready to rip it up because that one's got a nice wide long because I'm, I'm that it's got a long throw to it you know it's yep. not it's it's cool now, now this so has, you're saying shoot more you get more uh, you just get blow out the whole more. edges yeah right instead of having a nice little square uh, that'd be interesting this has uh, let's e- do it there's no f-stops on this this has <laughs> because it's a fixed shutter you mm-hmm. use the old fashioned EV yeah exposure yep. value okay so I put a little cheat sheet on the back yep you go online you find a, um, exposure value mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. f-stop chart yep. right. which is really helpful EV12 is that f8 EV13 is f11 so I put okay. the whole chart on the back. Okay. Right. Here's our here's our sidecar. That's awesome. Uh, the great thing about Kodak products from the 50s was that this is all st- the flash on the side is yeah. standard. So that'll fit like a brownie mini holiday oh, thing. Yeah, like that one up yeah. there. Possibly. No kidding. Holiday flash. Yeah, they're all the same. That's so great. This is a sidecar version, which really looks like a tricorder. Tricorder side. Probably where Mr. Sony got the idea. That's awesome. Like, no. He traveled to the future. He tried, that's and right. When he showed up, he was on like the Paramount set of Star Trek. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how uh... and he gained an inch? <laughs> <laughs> that's an amazing 
<laughs> Look at those bulbs, 5B. Uh, so this takes either a what's known as a press 25 bulb, which is big, mm. or a 5 bulb, which is the same base but smaller bulb. Okay. So really quick, I'm going to take out my... Oh, yeah. Have you gotten into like these older no, bulbs the, yet? No, we have. They just blow. They just, and they just sizzle. Yeah, they right? crackle. This is it. Now, you get one blow out of that, or you get a few? Oh, no, one. Oh, this one and one's it. Wow. This is a 5B. It's ridiculous. Uh, B Monsters. is, of course, the blue version, right. and the blue cuts down the light a little bit. Okay. You think at uh, Christmas time, when uh, the big bulldozers, like, bulldozing everything at the dump, it, it crackles more it, back in the 50s? Yeah, back in the day. Like, there's, of, like, overabundance right. of flash bulbs oh. from the holiday, like... You can only imagine what's in those things, too. So I'm yeah. pretty close to these guys. So I mean, I'm close to you guys, but I'm pretty. Phys- I'm physically close to these guys. Oh, I love you guys. Oh, but um, I'm going to set this to F11. I have Portra 116 here. It should have enough latitude. F11 on the EV would be EV13. Thir- 13, so that's 11. Yeah, you cut it way down. I'm about how many feet? I'm about three feet from you. Yep. Yeah, three and a half. Oh, 3.5. Yeah, perfect. The lens has like. Three to five is bracketed. It says close-ups. Mm. Six mm. to ten says groups. Mm. Fifteen to infinity says scenes. My retinas are starting to shake. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to take a shot of John. To like, please close your eyes. 22. Wow. Feel that heat. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah, that, that was nice. Heat. Yeah, that was... Uh... It didn't like go like no. they usually no. do. It smoother. Yeah, it's it smoother nice. and it's just a... Yeah, it's like a... Just a... I, I feel a little... Tanner. Now these exactly. Uh, yeah. Now this. The great thing about this flash, it has another port next mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try a to, different bulb. I'm going to try an M M2B an uh. M an M3B. Oh, there we go. Or not M3B. That is the question. Oh boy. I got to make a note that the first exposure on the Portra was the 5B bulb, <laughs> and, and the second one is going to be the M3B. Look at that. Yeah, just brilliant. pops right in there. Look at that. Same shot, just so I can compare them. Can make a different face. Oh, that's a good face. Ooh, that, that one crackled. That one's still on fire. <laughs> that one crackled. Wow. So, you want to get a shot with that? Oh, wait. Let me put another another bulb in. It's like there's. Uh, yeah, I'll get you. Uh, there's trapped souls in those little cubes. That's the screams. Oh, let's the screams right out of, of the a soul. Superman movie. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Kodak was like, the only way I can make a flash bulb is if I trap a soul in it. <laughs> Uh, right. Dane's about four feet away. You got your 110, huh? Let me know when. Oh, wait. Are we going to talk about 110 film? You're damn right we are. All right. Well, let's not go off into our 110 camera. Is that a Fuji yeah. camera? What yeah. is that? One, two, three. Oh, I saw smoke that time. <laughs> See it? I'm on fire. Oh, man. That one burnt. Besides the fact that you're going to get awesome pictures mm. out of this Kodak Pony 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just fun using these. I've been using oh, flash bulbs lately. Because yeah. I just yep. First of all, I've been using the flash gun with the Polaroid automatic land cameras, and I've been using I've used electronic flash as well. Mm-hmm. The flash guns with the bulbs give a warmer, more retro, warmer look, different yeah. look. Yeah. Well, they're blue. Well, well I use the white and the blue. Oh. Oh, it is an immediate. We did one. Remember the other night when you were leave, leaving, and my yeah. my we were after smooth. I was trying to get a shot, uh, and my flash. Electric flash, just it wasn't wasn't yeah, kicking right. in. It wasn't kicking in. Then I, I finally ripped it out. I put a bulb, put the gun back on with a bulb in it, uh-huh. and and it just boom. And then I happened to catch like Alan turning around, and you looked at right away. You're just like, it just looked. It's just like oh, so that's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. So now I'm back. I just 
ordered bulbs. more bulbs, you know, and, and I'm back shooting bulbs. And I shoot the cubes on the other one, on cubes. the, uh, yeah, Scoob. which are just a great look. So now there's like a uh, electronic flash. Blah. Yeah, there you go. It's Group. so cold. Well, so sterile. Well, the way it's supposed to look. On the Polaroid Color Pack 2 camera, there's no choice to use an electronic flash. Right. Unless you guys go yeah. in there and rig some wires. Right. Right, well, it's, it, yeah, that would be, that's possible. Be well, they have uh, also a, uh, you know, the, for my other Instamatic 126 that I modded, I, we found a flash that actually fits into the cube. Oh, that's right. You so I just put that electric flash in. It works great. Yeah. Oh, one of those wacky adapters? It's just a, no, no it's a flash that mounts fits. to a cube. It has a cube connector yeah. on it. Oh, and an it, electronic flash that has a cube connector. Yeah, yes. and it just puts right on the Instamatic. It works great. <laughs> you just blew his mind. That's right. <laughs> it works. It works perfect That's on the great. Instamatic one cameras. It works every time. And it's electronic flash. Yep, and it's yeah. like, just turn it on. And, but it doesn't fit. It was in that fit. whole pile of stuff that was sitting yeah. on the piano when you were there. Now, the yeah. adapter is, is for... Instamatic top. It's the one that pushes in on the middle and kind of... Well, you have the magic cubes and the yeah. blue dots. Blue do- it's for the blue dots. No, it's for the magic, magic cube. cube. Magic cubes magic have cube. no pins, no electric pins. Right. Magic cubes. Done. Yeah. Because I knew I tried to put You're it in my kidding. box. I tried to put it in the uh, the color pack. Do you have a, do you have a Polaroid big shot over there? Oh, no. I always see that one on the website. So, no, that's that's got to be a... That's a monster. You think yeah. you, because the the question about the big shot, I don't know if I'll be able to adapt it because the big shot takes magic cube. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of questions about how can I get an electronic flash into a cube, a camera that takes cubes. That comes up a lot because yeah. most people don't want to be hunting down cubes. Mm-hmm. If you want to just run out the door with your camera, electronic flash is just so much easier. Yes, I mm-hmm. mean yes, I enjoy the fun of the the look and the fun of the of yeah. the bulbs. Same here. One of the questions I've gotten: uh, Do you own one of these guns? Yeah, yeah, yes. I have three of them. Yeah, that's they were two more in that pack. And too, they work. And they work. Did you have to gut them and clean them out? Uh, no, I just tried one of them and it worked. It worked. Yeah. We're talking about the Polaroid 268 flash right. gun for the Polaroid automatic yeah. land camera. Many of these it really is inconvenient where the where yeah. the battery is. You can't even get to the. <laughs> you have to take two screws yeah. out. Really. Yeah. Edward Land was out that day. Uh, yeah, that they designed. Just put it. the screw anyway. Nope, you got to find out. out what day they uh, did that, and we'll go back in time and That's help right. out. Absolutely. We're gonna take a quick break. Beautiful. Remember what fun you had when you got your first Polaroid camera, watching your pictures develop, and the fun of sharing those pictures on the spot. Remember that party that didn't take off until you started taking pictures? Those shots of Herbert explaining the gross national product did it. Well, those people are coming back tonight, so go out and get some Polaroid film. And get out your camera again. It's right where you left it. Up in the closet. Under the hat. Hey, this is Michael Rosso. Did you know that the Film Photography Podcast is listener-supported? That's right. Without you, there is no Film Photography Podcast, which is why we need your help. Please consider donating to the Film Photography Podcast by going to filmphotographypodcast.com and in the upper right-hand corner, clicking the Donate button. Your donation will keep the Film Photography Podcast running through 2012. Any purchase that you make in the Film Photography Podcast store will also support the Film Photography Podcast. Let's keep these shoes coming. Mm, that's right, yeah. Support the Film Photography Podcast. Yeah. Hey, we're back. Filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. Now, can, can you, you uh, go in quickly into 
your technique of how you're going to wash that negative? Like what oh, you would do uh, Dan quickly? Is, uh, this was shot on a Polaroid 104 automatic land camera with a Polaroid 268 flash gun with the bulbs and FP100C Fuji film. You peel your film and you have a negative side. Mm. For those of you who don't know, save your negatives because you can, once the negative dries, you can tape the negative to a piece of glass, um, black side up, Put some a clinging bleach, like toilet bowl cleaner, as long as it has bleach in it. Not straight bleach. You want like a like a spray yeah, or a... Like a Lysol. It has bleach Clorox as a component? Thing. Yes. Are there any Which chemical... most bathroom cleaners do. Yeah, but mm. are there any chemical components that are not good? No. Okay. The, the bleach rules. But yeah. not straight bleach. Well, mm. the bleach that I use for the for these, it says it's like bathroom cleaner clinging bleach. Uh-huh. Okay. But I mean, well, the, what, why would just straight bleach be bad? It's too much. It might yeah. eat right through everything. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just too I've strong. Never, it's just too strong. And also, okay. you can't even, you just you can't, it's not kill your nose, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. So you put a little. <clears throat> so this is like a gel that you're throwing yes. in us. So now you can work it with a gel. Or you can do the spray. Oh, I and it. I bought, I went to buy a paintbrush to, to like. Okay. But I didn't have it, so I went to the supermarket, got a barbecue brush. Okay. Yeah. So, so you use like, a brush. It's a basting brush. Okay. Yeah, right. And I put the clinging bleach, and then I kind of brush it like a, like a French artist. Like, okay. Oh. Yeah. Leave it like two minutes. Oh, all right. And then yep. brush it again, kind of work it on. Uh-huh. And then I take the glass plate that I tape the next to. These yeah. days, I use 11 by 14 and tape a bunch. Yeah, yeah. got it. Batch. Do it all Batch once. process. And I have a, a one of those utility sinks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I put the glass under it, run the water over it. and Warm water, cold water, doesn't matter. Medium. And all the black stuff rinses right off. Okay. All the black stuff. That's good. Okay. Right and into then, the drain, right into our water supply. Awesome. And then I, uh, it's, it's cleaner. And then I hold up to the mirror, and you'll see the still some clean sure. black. Yep. Hit it with the bleach again really quick, and just quickly, or with your fingers, okay. wear rubber gloves. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just work it, and you can get all the black stuff off. Okay. Yep. And this process <laughs> only takes like five minutes. No, it yeah. doesn't take long. Now, on the, uh, do you, then you wash, rinse the whole thing in water from there? Uh, no, it's always taped down. I, oh, uh, yes. Because the front's slimy. I Correct. Know. I then peel it off. Okay. And I have, um, rather than buying darkroom trays, I went to the supermarket and bought those like... Uh, Kitty litter? <laughs> no, the, you put like a roast in it. Oh, yeah, the, me- the metal oh, roasting yeah, pan. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Turkey foil. roaster, yeah, there right. Yeah. I fill that with water. I keep it on the table. Yeah. And then just once douse I... Just them in there. I just put the film in there as I'm doing them. As I'm peeling them all off uh-huh. the glass, I put them in the tray filled with water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kind of sit in there. Yeah. And then one by one, I pull it out, run it underwater, both sides, yeah. and, and just... With your hand. Clean. Hmm. Okay. And then hold it up to light. and like, oh, great. Okay. Let it dry. Let Hang it. Yeah. Let it dry an hour or two, and then you can go scan it. Now, awesome. What, what kind of clothing are you wearing? Old Junk. clothes? Oh, yeah, yeah that black stuff. It, I've right? got, yeah, that black stuff yeah, doesn't I come use, off uh, too much. I use rubber gloves. Yeah. Not the, like, okay. rubber gloves for, like, that your mom used to wear. Right. <laughs> Big <laughs> yellow ones. My, the, <laughs> my mom. Okay. Not, not, I got gotcha. you. Uh, no, they're medical gloves. <laughs> right. They're latex? Latex. They come in a box of 100. Yeah. Buy, yeah. Like, oh, Home Depot. Yeah. Get all the paper stuff off before you... You do this? I did, will. I do, right will now, now, Mike is peeling wow. the corners. That is a clean peel job, man. Because it's wet. Oh, oh, so you do it when it's wet. Yeah, okay. See, what I was doing is like when I was shooting the Polaroids over Christmas. You know, whenever when you're visiting somebody's, this is where I find the negatives useful. I was shooting black and white. Actually, everybody wants to keep them. Yeah. Like, ooh, this is great. Can we keep them? So you're at a party and you just leave them. They bring your then negatives you home, your and I scan in the negs for my own stuff. And right. then, 
you know, or clean them up. You could say, up. I'll email it to you. Good. I want to hold That's it. That's true. Yeah. Well, they want to keep yeah, it. Yeah. I want to put it on the fridge because it's so unique. We never see these. Yeah. Dane, you're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How much, well, usually the question is, how much does that cost? Yeah, it's nothing. Thousands. What's remarkable about, what's re, this is called recovering your instant film negs, recovering your neg, and the amazing thing is sometimes the colors will be wacky. Other times. Blue, purplish. Yeah. Other times the color is so amazingly good. Hmm. Yep. That yep. it's remarkable. Yeah. What, what seems to be the the varying factors? Probably in that? the way it was handled and temperature. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. I'm amazed. Also, when you're done, you really have, it's like a real negative. It looks great. I hang them now. I've started a new negative uh, in the window of the smooth. So the one, the project that brought it up, the this me doing this yesterday was uh, me and Joseph were doing some Polaroids on Sunday, and we were going to do a double exposure of us sitting next to each other. So I took a picture of him, and then he mm-hmm. took a picture of me, and we said, "Let's try one more." I took a picture of him, he took a picture of me, and we happened to when we pulled him out and looked at him, for some reason one of us was missing from the other one. Uh-huh. So I'm like, "Great." So because just the way the shadow was or whatever the light was, so I'm like, "Okay, well we have two. One's got you, one's got me." So I took in and cleaned off the uh, negatives, mm-hmm. and then I just put them on top of each other ah, and, and scanned you. them. Fancy pants. So no Photoshop involved, you know. Instead, wow. I could have scanned them in separately and then overlaid them. You did a double exposure scanning-wise. Yep. So I just put one negative over the other, and it looks great, you know, Ooh. and then uh, scanned it in. And now uh, I've taped it to the window, the, the big window in the studio. So now you, I'll, as I clean no these negatives. No or... No, just because the light comes through the window, oh, no you know, and you can actually kidding. see a negative of. King. So uh, I'm gonna bleach these negatives and put them up on the show notes. Nice, bleach, baby, bleach, baby. Nice. I just see Mike, you know, listening like uh, Wild Bill in um, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> you know, this like some kind of like Mike has a Superman cape on, <laughs> boots is like bleaching his negative to like Duran Duran or something. <laughs> Like, what goes on while you're doing that? All tucked in. Yeah. Yeah. While we're here talking about... Ex- <laughs> Here's a story, folks, out there. We're, we're looking at the impossible PX70 pictures taken with the Time Zero One Step. These are, this is experimental film, and I will tell you what this is going on. What is going on with this film is, the, is that this film that's rated at 100 ASA mm. is actually more light sensitive. You think so? It's a higher ASA film, which means rather than being a stoops like me and doing three test shots... Do one test shot mm. because once you start shooting with the camera, first of all, these cameras are 40 years old. So tip number one, get to mm. know your camera. Because it doesn't matter. I mean, you're closer here and farther away here, and they're still severely overexposed. True. Now, the film, because it's experimental, is more light sensitive. It probably has a higher ASA than mm-hmm. what's on the box. It's a combination of the film and knowing your camera. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you really know your camera, you'll know that your camera leans light or dark because these cameras are not yeah. accurate because they're so old. I should have done one test shot. So for this experiment, for this experiment, for this experiment, I've, um, turned, the, <laughs> I've turned the exposure to dark. Okay, yeah. So... Ooh. Shazam! Nah, Shazam! <laughs> Shazam! <laughs> yeah, we had great fun. I'm gonna read um, one or two more letters. Really, can quick. I read a letter while you? Do? Oh yes. Oh, while we're talking about FP 100C, is a letter from Alan. Alan, hey Alan, how's it going? Alan O'Brien. Where's he from? Uh, let's see. Doesn't say. Well, oh, yes, it does. He's from Manchester, England. Lovely place. Oh, great. That's, uh, That's where I went with Tom Moose. Home of Tom Moose. Home of Tom Moose. Hello, all, from Manchester, England. I wonder if you could help me. Ha! Mike, someone needs your help. Listen. 
I'm listening. I've seen your Polaroid 100 LAN camera video. I decided I might get this model. I see it takes Fuji 100C film, but will it also take Fuji 100C 45? If mm. not, are there any LAN cameras that will take the 45 film for the larger image size? One last thing. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> will, one last thing. Will all the LAN cameras take the Fuji 100C, and are there any models to avoid? Any help would be great. The vids are great. Regards, Alan O'Brien. The FP100C45, it's a 4x5 image, and that is a film pack designed for Polaroid film holders for large format cameras, mm. a 4x5 camera, <clears throat> like the Crown graphic that I have. Mm. I see. Yep. There are a number of uh, 4x5 cameras that have a Polaroid back right. that takes the large film packs. So the automatic it's a medium format back, correct. Polaroid back. The Polaroid automatic land cameras, the Polaroid Color Pack 2... Uh, any of the standard Polaroid cameras that take pack film, they take the, uh, the smaller. Are there any models to avoid? That was the second question. Ooh. Of land cameras? One more thing, yeah. The, mm. last, the last sentence. There are no cameras to avoid. Uh, well, yes, you should avoid like the J33 and any cameras that uh, do not take pack film because there is no film for them. Oh. Like the Polaroid Swinger up there. The Swinger! Hey! Beat the Swinger! Polaroid Swinger! Beat the Swinger! Polaroid Swinger! The Polaroid Swinger uses uh, old, as the J33 uses a, a, a pack type film, but it's on a roll. Mm. It's oh. on a pack. What? Freaky, freaky. It's roll film. You can't find that anywhere. None. Zero. That yeah. is freaky. I have one roll up there of Polaroid for the Swinger. I see it. Uh, when Matt comes back, we're going to do it. You're going to do it? Nice. Yeah, we did it. We tried previous show. It was just dust. Mm. <laughs> <I'm> serious. <laughs> dust. Dust. Yeah. In dust in your shutter. Uh, really quick before we go, we've we've had such a frenzy, and I've hogged all the time. Mm. And Dane, you brought all these cameras. Yeah. Ah. We'll be back in. Uh, we'll be back next month. This incarnation of the FPP. Mm-hmm. But let's let's hit up the 110. How do you feel about that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, first of all, 110 film is back. For those of you folks who don't know. No, it's not manufactured, but FPP in the darkroom have banged their heads. A huge um, amount of 110 film mm-hmm. is uh, in the FPP store. It's, it's cold stored, um, freshly expired. It's been batch tested. So me personally, I've been getting back on the 110 bandwagon. And you also, uh, Dane, seem kind of fascinated by the format. Yeah, it's great. I just like the, uh, I still think it's a great idea, the whole simplicity. I know it's a lot of wasted plastic and stuff, but it's so hands-off for people when it first came out. There's no fumbling with rolling film. There's none of that, and you just pop it in. And that also the micro got me. It was just so, I was just like, it's so tiny. I'm just like, that's just carry it and whatever. And I've only used it outdoors, really, because it's just, I didn't have anything with a good flash. But then my mom found uh, uh, Mr. Edwin Lee Howard's camera. Now she found that at like a garage sale she, or something. She was at a uh, antique store. Oh, she on the lookout for cameras for you. She is now. Wow. So she was like, hmm, and it was like a half off area, and it was five bucks. So perfect. She got it, uh, and it's the, a Minolta Pocket Tele. So it's a, well, let's see, Minolta Auto Pack 460 TX, and it's pretty slick. It's pretty heavy too. Does it take a battery? It takes a battery. Yes, it does. And it was clean. It, it was clean. I got it. I put some film in it and and used it at Christmas and snapped a. Snap Does it off. take watch batteries or just double A's? Right, double A's. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I, that's perfect. That's what yeah. I, so it's got, uh, it's nice because it's got uh, this flash on the side. When you hit it flash, it 
Whoa! Pops right out. Now it's heft to that wow. too. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's heavy. It's a heavy and camera. It's got glow in the dark meter Look readings. At that. So it does, you know. So when you're setting it, so if I'm going to do Joan, he's about about three feet away. So, so let me just explain here. When you, oh, let me see. When you shoot with this camera, you actually have to set the feet. Yeah. Oh, interesting, right? That's yeah. very. That's very it's advanced. Focus. It's not. This is not like kid camera. Yeah, and I think it's like 1980. Is that what it sound right? 82. Oh, look at that! And that just exposure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. So it's. Uh, and these are on eBay galore. Yeah. And I've been complaining in the last few shows about eBay prices been going skyrocketing for for uh, film cameras. Right. I think, folks. I think it's still on the quiet side. Like people aren't clamoring for 110. I think you can still get yeah. a deal on a 110. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I see a lot of one. You know, the one that does go for a lot of the people go for a lot of money for some reason, not a lot. When I say a lot, I say $20. Uh, those yellow waterproof ones. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't yeah. believe Under, it. They're underwater cameras. Yeah, yeah, so I have one of those, luckily. I got it. Uh, and I, I shot one of those on my honeymoon. I don't know where I got it. I had an underwater camera, a 110 camera. On your camera, honeymoon? On my honeymoon in St. Martin. Wow. Oh. I'm saving it for summer myself. And how are the pictures? Uh, I got to dig them up. Oh, I remember yeah. I got a couple of like me like floating with my feet that my wife took of oh, me Nirvana and a couple of her. Filmphotographyproject.com forward slash forum. Uh, on the FPP site, by the way, it's experimental at this point. It's not even announced, but we have a forum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like a board? Yep, sure. It's not, so it's secret. So you go to filmphotographyproject.com forward slash forum, and there's a posting in there by, I think, our friend Dan. Uh. Filmphotographyproject.com forward slash forum. Nanoburger, our friend Dan, mm. he gave a list of three recommended 110 film cameras, mm-hmm. like the, the, the bombs. Yep. The ones to keep an eye out for. Mm-hmm. And his thing is, he's like, just because it's 110 doesn't mean you can't get a good picture. Not at all. I can see that. Not at all. They take fantastic pictures. Yeah, but there's so Tell many you. plastic Kodak cameras out there that, you know, they're, they're plastic and cinematic cameras. There are some that are far less. You're probably going to get great pictures from that. Good, yeah. yeah. And they're out for dev right now. Is, but that brings up a question is, is there one that's like got the full, like imagine like the Canon, like an A1 version, but it's, an a, but it's, a, it's a, a 110. Yes. The, okay, uh, I, see, I see his thing. But what am Nano I looking burger. for? Yeah, I got him. It's his topic, the gauntlet. There you go. What, what am I looking for? The list of the t- recommendations, ca- recommendations oh, these to look re- out for. There's no cameras. He has a recommendation on how to make 110 like uh, in the forefront of people's minds. And what is that recommendation? Focus blogs, instructionals, and eBay recommendations on high and 110 cameras like the Kodak Pocket Instamatic 60, He's telling Minolta us what... 110 Zoom Mark 1 and 2, Canon 110 ED20, and the like. The quality images from such a small package are sure to impress. I was too excited. I was talking over you. What are those cameras again? The Kodak Pocket Instamatic 60, Minolta 110 Zoom. Apparently, there's a Mark 1 and Mark 2 model. Uh Uh-oh, he's got one, I bet. 110 ED20 and (laughs) the like. Nice. This guy, he's got, he's got one of everything, yeah, I bet. Uh, Let me see. What was that first? What was that second one? Yeah, what, is, what model is yours? This is a Minolta Auto Pack Minolta. 460TX. Auto. Let me see that thing. Yeah, it looks heavy. Auto. Auto. What's, I just saw it's got a little chart on the back, doesn't it? On the bottom. Little, oh, yeah. Look at that. that Film type, ASA, and oh. flash oh, range. Look at that. So tell me how far away I'm supposed yeah. to be. I didn't even think about that. How many do you have? Oh, I have a few. <laughs> yeah, you have a few of those. Oh, here it is. In the box. Yeah, I, I, I bought, um, I mean, a few years ago, I was like a 110 maniac. It's like a shaving. Maniac, maniac. maniac. 
on the 110 film. Oh, oh, look at wow. that thing. Holy that? smokes. Oh, that is a beauty. A oh, so there we reflex. go. Wow. There we oh, go. Awesome. The lens focuses. The front of the lens, you turn like oh, a focus. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you frame up, you'll see it's, it's single lens reflex. It's the bomb. Oh, and it's a oh, wow. SLR. Yes. Holy crap. It's a Pentax Auto 110. Oh, this is That's beautiful. Nice. A-U-T-O. Wow. That. that is beautiful. A-U-T-O Auto. I'm look, I've got to look for one of those, They man. make... Uh, a wide, a regular, and a telephoto, and they made a zoom lens for oh it. My God, oh, my God. Great. Really? That's incredible, right? Have you ever that seen is... the... And this is smooth. The, yeah. It beautiful. Is, that is the Rolls Royce. That is That is your Hassie of 110 cameras. Really? It's a spy camera. Auto 110. It looks no bigger than the roll of 110 film itself. And here is... Oh, I'll, I'll give it a few. It's like a MacGuffin. MacGuffin? Look, it's a open 2. it up. Look, a glow from it. It's a MacGuffin. <laughs> This is the, the uh, Canon ED. It said ED one ten. This twenty. ED one ten. Wow. ED one ten. ED twenty. Yeah. That it, is beautiful. This it, look. It has a has a hot shoe it's on it. A hot shoe. And it's got the date. You can burn the date in. It's got that. Oh, little, is that right? Mm, look at that. Burning like nineteen seventy six. <laughs> That's awesome. It stops at nineteen ninety nine probably. I haven't shot with this camera yet. Date and oh. battery check. Oh, date is on now. Oh, that is just too cool. Yeah, it's wow. got that nice little... Yeah, yeah. this is apparently... Yeah, the... you, uh, that auto, auto advances, of course. No, it does not. The Pentax. The Pentax does not auto no. advance. How do you advance it? It's got a little, it's got a little kicker. 35 style? Yeah. yeah. Look at that. That's all. Look at that. Yeah, it's really... Because yeah, 110, you know, you're used to pushing in the little trigger yeah. on the bottom. You know, oh, a couple one, of times at needs least. needs a battery. Yeah, it needs a battery. Cool. But apparently that Canon wow. is oh, another bomb. Is the battery in there? Yeah. Do you have I took f- it out because I wasn't using it. Do you have a flash for you that? You feel uh, free to... Uh, look at that. What's that? It's, an ex- flat, it's like a hot shoe extender. Oh, for red eye. Red eye? Is there a battery in there? Yeah, there is. Well, look at this. I know. It's the flash. Oh, look at that. Yep. And oh, look at that. Yep. Keeping cash underneath. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get that this. That is we're too gonna, cool. I'm going to start shooting with this baby. Yeah, man. Canon, Nick, this what is an ED? It's 110 ED-11020. 110 ED-20, yeah. Dane, now you have 110 cameras to dream about. I know. I'm going to keep a lookout. And you'll find them. You'll yeah. find them. You'll That's find awesome. someone. Because uh, the, awesome. the, the, the word in the underground is that 110 film is available, but the word on the street is that it's useless. Absolutely. So you Absolutely. might be able to get some good bargains and out there. you see a lot of chatter about ADOX in Germany making black and white 110 film. Oh, is that right? New. Really? And they right. haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. No kidding. That but the FPP store, since we posted those videos, John, mm-hmm. in, on, our, on the videos, if you go to filmphotographyproject.com, click videos, you'll see the madcap Micrasso. That's yeah. me. Crazy. A little too madcap. She's yeah. a little more serious. No, I like no. them fun like that. They're fun. They're fun and educational. Yeah, who needs to to, to be taught by? Oh, did you put the film in here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> listen to me. You put the film in here. Where do I put the film? You didn't hear me, did you? You the, put the film in the here. First, now pay attention. The first place people go is the bay. Yeah, sure. And I've been posting the the fresh Fuji one ten film on the fresh. bay. Mm-hmm. I put up one lot, and I'll say how many available. Ten. Yeah. People have been buying them five at yep. a time. Yep. Before we started doing this. The whole 110 world was upside down. You had people mm-hmm. selling really 
They didn't know what the. They didn't test the batches. You were, you were paying big money for film, but now we could really hunker down and and just start shooting again. I'm 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 pretty psyched. Let me ask you one question before we go because we do have to go. What was your scan experience like? Ah, uh, it was uh, okay. It wasn't great. Was it- like did it like get on your nerves? Yeah, it's a little tedious because I what I ended up doing was using the uh just taping it across the four by five template. Yes, yes. Yeah, just and then just uh getting it stretched is you know, just right, you know, to where they it, cut the necks or not? The, they did cut mine, yeah. But it still fit across four by five. Oh, okay. It was bridged and then you'd have to scoot you it. Scoot it over. Yeah. So yeah, and it seemed it came out though the ones that, that came out looked good. I I only you I've only scanned draw it. a box around it? In the V700 Epson scanner? Like you'd manually draw? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would do the manual load and then turn off or, you know, and, and just get it all lined up in there. That whole V, I'm learning new parts, on, new things on that every time I scan something in. There's a new, you know, something not to do or something to do. You, amazingly, you squeezed out some images from that Micro 110 and, and in circumstances yeah. that seemed unnatural. Yeah, it was noisy uh, and grainy, but, uh, but yeah, you just get in there with a... Uh, <laughs> Dane brought the Micro 110 to the PDN Photo Expo. Yeah, what, that little that little yellow one. No. no, the little one that's just literally oh, a yeah, plastic yeah, yeah, wrapper. I remember that. Yeah. I got some. I got a few. You'd be surprised. The ones that didn't come out were the ones where I went over to like the professional lighting booth, and I was like, "This will be great," and yeah. it was dark. I was like, really? "Yeah, that Which didn't work came out. out." Like that one. The one I one came you- out, I posted, and then and then uh, I didn't post some other ones that were just like out in the con with the, out in the conference area, mm-hmm. and it was such a dark day it was yeah. like snowing and yeah, dark snowing. yeah and uh but besides that i've really only had luck with them out in like a sunny day in the car i keep it i'd keep it so if you're driving you can just be like without doing anything you just put it out the window click you know and sure and, you got uh, picking his gets, nose next yeah, yeah exactly yeah but the the latest round i've shot with this uh from christmas i hmm. uh, shot the holidays with uh 110 with so, this with this so i'm should be getting those back soon now does family so, even notice you're shooting with no they, they 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 think it's funny you know that's and the kids dug it the kids well i brought the i brought the color pack with yeah, me color pack mm. and that they just and yeah the kids just were like what is that thing you know Ooh. and let them do some double exposures have you know point at the christmas tree shake it around yeah. a little bit you know they had a they had a blast with it, and they kept. They were like, "I want to keep this one because they could actually handle it." That's what they loved about right. it. You know, yeah. So it wasn't like just email it to kids. Your love to hold it. They yep. want to see it immediately. Yeah, want to see it. Let me see it. Let me see it. Really quick before we go, uh, we have a package here <laughs> from our good friend Jim Austin, aka Jimages. Did he? Uh, how did he get that in there? He says uh, this is from Michael, Matt, Dan, Greg, and R. From. From uh, R? I think, um, no, R. And R. A-A-R. R. Was he a pirate? Maybe. R. Uh, Greg, of course, is Greg Dumont. Our, our Greg Dumont. Greg Dumont. Webmaster. Po- yeah, one of our webmasters mm-hmm. who's on, you know, it says posted by Greg Dumont. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Austin sends us film, which is awesome, but he always sends them. Very extraordinary packaging. Yeah, like this is. It's a mouthwash bottle. It's a mouthwash bottle, and you look at it, you're like, oh, how did he get the film in? course there's a slit under here ah yes you know and he just he just puts a label on it and just they they mailed the bottle yeah that's amazing mailed the plastic bottle in the mail they don't give that looks like a bomb to me (laughs) 
It looks like. Yeah, no kidding. There's toilet paper in there. You know, I'm like pretty sure that old, or something. I'm pretty sure it's that like toilet catches paper. on fire. Well, it's tissues, some kind of yeah, packed toilet paper. Awesome. Might be able to get it out of the top here. What's yeah. amazing is that you're the, the postmaster no, could You're never going to get that out of there. So, uh, thank you, Jim. It's five rolls of slide film. Wow. Mm, yeah. Sweet. That's your fave. Yeah. Do you have some slide film at home? I. You've been doing it in C41. Yeah, I've been doing it all yeah, across. So, uh, yeah, I have some slide, but it's old. Um, I'm going to try it out anyways. I'm going to do the whole thing where I set the ISA like 50. But that, just, I would cross-process that. And then, Yeah, then cross-process Because that's that. kind of junk film. Yeah, exactly. If no, no, no. Yeah. A beautiful so. roll like this roll. What is this? Uh, 200 ASA Ektachrome. Wow. I mean, I'm, look, I'm not pushing it, but I think you want to experience the actual slides. Yes, you're right. And they come back and they're, little, and they're all mounted in the little yeah. things. Ah, that's true. And then you just, okay. put them, you just, you just stick them in your yeah. slide holder and scan them. You stick them in your slide holder and scan them, why don't you? We got to right. go. I want to thank everyone for listening. We're at filmphotographypodcast at gmail.com. <gasps> for those... <laughs> For those of you old-fashioned folks out there who want to type up or handwrite a letter uh, or yeah, send us stuff. let's get a typewritten typewriter. Um, I have one here, actually. Do you really? Read it, we'll read it next time. Wow. Where is it? Uh, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, this is from our good friend Alex Laux in uh, Ontario, Canada. And he actually sent this to us before he ever came and visited us at the studio. Oh, no kidding. Did you meet Alex? Yes. No. No. <laughs> Wow, this brings back memories. Holy smokes. Yeah, Alex typed it. Yeah, it's it's typewritten. Analog. What's he say? He says, uh, greetings. I'd just like to begin by again thanking you for continuing to put out entertaining and informative podcasts. But it was your latest that really was special, as it made my five-hour picket shift go by that much faster. Ontario's college support staff has been on strike since the first of... Of, this is September, and I hope that we get back to work, not to interfere with my planned trip down to Jersey this fall. This is, yeah, for the PDN show. I continue to be inspired and challenged by the podcast, and have even managed to get back into the darkroom for the summer months. Mostly using Ilford ID11, but tried some stand developing of some Kodak Verachrome Pan Film 1, scored off eBay, and some Agfa Rodinol. The results were pretty awesome for such old film, expired in 75. I found myself bit by the Polaroid bug when I first... Heard about the Impossible Project. I tried my hand at Polaroid before they stopped production, but never saw myself going any further and handed over my 600 camera to a friend. Stoops. <laughs> <laughs> but when I heard about TIP via the FIP. <laughs> what? FPP. Via FPP, the F- right. The TIP via the FPP. Right. I was all of a sudden hunting down SX and SX70 and now find myself owning three SX70s, oh, wow. a Spectra and a 600, but... It was pack film that truly solidified my passion for instant photography. So, really, the blame can fall on you for sending me that color pack, too. <laughs> Don't mm-hmm. worry, it's a good thing. The pusher. Because this summer, yeah. when I was road tripping through Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, I brought along my Auto 240 Auto. and some FP3000B film to document the trip and ended up finding an Auto 250 at an antique store in Milan, Ohio. Auto. Quick stop at Aperture in Cleveland scored me a 4.5-volt battery for it also. The 250 pretty much goes with me every trip now and has even been exploring with me in the abandoned sanatorium in northern Ontario. Ooh. Ugh. That sounds cool. It's a nice place to hang out. Using Polaroid chocolate film. Ah. He's visiting your mom? <laughs> Get out the gloves. So again, thank you. I was feeling analog, so I decided to break out the old typewriter. Yes. That Keep is shooting. wild. Definitely need a new ribbon now, Alan. Ow. 
Little, little gray. Uh, who is this from? Alex. 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 Sorry, dude. <laughs> dude. It says, P.S. I hope to return to Ohio in December and will make an effort to stop in Finley this time. Very good. He did stop in Finley. Thank you, Alex. He that did stop is... in Finley for the Polaroid party. The Polaroid party. Oh, I saw that photo. Uh, oh, right. Matt right. posted yep. a photo on Flickr. Uh, you're in it? No, I didn't go. Oh, with the group shot? Or yeah, the yeah. group shot of uh, the uh, Polaroid meetup. Whoa. Oh, he's going <laughs> to... <laughs> All right, folks. We never did find out where that uh, crab place was. I mean, oh, the, oh. off the call, Joseph. Lunchtime. Hey, man, we'll see you next time. It's a 5x486 Chicks just love my 486 Computation's lightning quick All backed up on a floppy disk